Hi everyone, I'm Emily. I'm the Regional Manager for Sub-Saharan Africa. Hi everyone, my name is Ron Peter and I'm the International Officer for the Sub-Saharan Region. Hi everyone, I'm Blessing. I'm the Country Manager for the University of Aberdeen and I'm based in Nigeria. Welcome to our University of Aberdeen West Africa podcast series. We're going to talk about lots of relevant and interesting topics which we hope you find useful. Join us for this week's episode. everyone this week's episode is focusing on undergrad admissions and we are joined today by the lead admissions officer so I will let Kate introduce herself. Yes hello I'm Kate Davidson I'm the lead admissions undergraduate admissions officer for the University of Aberdeen uh, and and so I see most most forms that come in uh, and help make decisions uh, on them. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, obviously, this podcast is focused um, towards our West African audience, but hopefully it will also be useful um, for other students who are listening in um, to today's conversation. Um, okay, so let's start by asking some questions about admissions. Um, why don't we start at the beginning? So um, when will an applicant get a decision on their application when they submit to us? Right, OK, well, you submit through UCAS for undergraduate admissions. Uh, so a lot depends on when you submit, because if you submit in November, that's at the start of the year, and we don't have very many applications, which means that you'll get a very quick time turnaround. However, if it gets into December, January, February, when the majority of our applications come in, because it's timed with UCAS, is that we have a huge backlog. It's not that we've forgotten you, but it just takes a few weeks to work the way through. So it can be anything from a week to four or five weeks. But you mustn't worry, just because you haven't heard, that does not mean to say we've forgotten about you. Perfect. And um, most of the time we encourage students to go by the UCAS uh, deadline, which is in January. Um, is that for all international students or can some students also apply out with that date? Yeah, to be honest, for the international students, you can apply right the way up to the 30th of June. Um, we probably, well, for most courses, obviously medicine is the exception uh, and teaching and law. So they're the three, medicine, teaching and law are the three really overly overly popular, <laughs> very competitive. It's competitive all over, but they're very, very competitive. Uh, so you probably won't be able to apply uh, late for certainly for medicine, 26th of, of January. And if you haven't got your application in by then, you cannot be considered for medicine. Um, there'll be more, less restrictions for law. Um, but really basically but for most of our courses the majority then you can apply all the way up to the end of June. Perfect thank you. Blessing or Ron do you have any questions? Thanks Emily. Kate I would like to know how many programs can an applicant choose while applying via UCAS? Yes well UCAS you can do um, for up to five choices uh, to be five choices in one university although we don't recommend that or one university in five choices and the reason why we say one university five, up to a maximum of five choices, is that most universities, and certainly for Aberdeen, doesn't really matter once you put that application in. So you say you don't know whether you want to do history or you want to do politics um, or, or international relations or whatever. 
And then, so you apply for international relations and then you think about it a bit more and you think, oh, actually, no, I don't want international relations. I want, I, you know, I want psychology. Then you just need to contact us and all we'll do is we'll just amend the choice when we send it back to UCAS. So that's why it just gives, you know, the, it gives you or the student more choice in a way by just putting us down once as opposed to five times. Students apply directly to the university or it has to be strictly through UCAS? No, they have got to apply through UCAS. Yes, for, for at Aberdeen, um, that certainly, again, other universities may not say that, but at, uni at Aberdeen, you have to apply through UCAS. Is there an age limit for applications for undergraduate studies? No, absolutely oh, not. No, you can be... 16 to 60 or 70 or 80 even. <laughs> that's good to know. Amazing. <laughs> that is very I good to know. <laughs> um, so can you maybe tell us a little bit more about UCAS? Because some students won't be um, yeah. at all familiar with what yeah. we're talking about. So what it is, it's the UCAS is the Universities and Colleges Admissions Service. And it, and it is fantastic in that you do not need to write a separate application for every single university that you go to. Um, so it's the one generic application form that you fill in. Uh, you then send that off and then UCAS send it out to the universities. So it's the central system. So everybody, every university across the country for undergraduate studies do it in this manner. Um, so that is, that is the good thing. Um, so it's And it's all online. So you go into UCAS.com um, and and you fly away and what it is is you register in the hub what they call the hub will tell you how to do that you register in the hub and that actually is a very good way of even for research even before you want to start applying and um, because that tells you you know you can find out about the universities it can tell you what they expect that you put into the form uh, and there's a lot of good tutorials and things like that and it all comes through what they call the student hub in UCAS now uh, and it follows you all the way through so it once you've submitted the application, you've got your, your user ID, you've got your password and you go in so you can see what decisions universities have made. Uh, so it, it, it tracks you all the way through. And when you're doing your research to begin with for your searching, it's what course do I want to do and what universities. Again, you can save them, you can have your favourites so you can go back and have another look. So it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a huge resource, UCAS, and it does frighten, you know, can frighten people because it looks as if it is so um, um, so diverse and it is but that's what you should do and just take time to look at it go back into it get yourself familiar set up your own dashboard and um, they've, they've recently done it up a bit more and it's even more user-friendly than it was before and and for students to treat you walk you through that path um, of 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 applying and doing there then when it applies, when you fill it in, when you when you when you you've completed it, and to complete it, slightly you know maybe that you haven't come across it before, but what it is is you do have to fill in a personal statement, um, and this is kind of not every country asks you to fill that in when you apply, but this is why this is your chance to sell yourself. Is why should we give you a place at the University of Aberdeen? So we look for you know do you know about the course? Do you understand about the course? Um, so what have you done? Have you done anything connected in your interests that might help you in that course that you're, you're coming to do? So you want to do business. So have you worked in, a, worked in a shop for a little while? And what not only you've worked in the shop for a while, that's fine. But what have you learned from that that you think you can bring 
to the course. Okay, so it's that type of thing that we're looking for in a personal statement. Uh, you are restricted in your, your characters. You're only allowed 4,000 characters. Um, less, fewer words, but 4,000 characters. And I can guarantee you, now you can, you can draft it, you can save it. You know, you can work on it again. You know, again, there's no there's no restrictions. You don't need to just do it the once and send it. And I can guarantee the first time that you write it, it'll be more than 4,000 characters. So you've got to hone it. So in, in itself, this is a really good discipline for you to actually think about the course you do and what you want to do. And, you know, when you come to university, you'll have to write essays. So you've got to you've got to get into that as well. So this is a good start for you to do it. And the other thing, though, is don't stress yourself too much about it. Okay? <laughs> don't really go over the top um, because some students get very stressed about it. You know, don't be too stressed, but just think about what you do. Um, and the other thing that you probably find um, is that we do need to have a reference. And, and Aberdeen uh, does require, an, preferably an academic reference that from your school or from your college, if you're post-school. And we do look for that. Uh, so you do have to have that to send that as well. And the rest is just, you know, about how old you are and where are you at school and what grades have you got and what are you doing now. So they're very, they're very simple. But those are the two, the two main, the personal statement and the reference. Wow, that's super informative, Kate. Thank you. <laughs> um, what happens if a student submits all of their things to UCAS and then they feel like they want to go back in and edit something? Is that at all possible? It's not really. You, you, you can edit things like your address and things like that, but you can't edit your personal statement. Um, however, if you really feel that you want to edit it um, or that you've done some more that might be relevant to do there, you can email um, ugadmissions at abdn.ac.uk. I'm going to repeat that several times. Uh, and you can you can email our UG admissions and we will attach it onto your file. And because we, we, we process your forms uh, centrally, in UG admissions, it's very good because it will be attached. Some universities, you can send it to a department or you can send it to somewhere else and it gets lost. But in, in, in Aberdeen, we are very good at attaching everything that gets sent to us at that, that admissions address uh, onto your file. Great. And obviously, um, when students are writing their personal statement, and we, we do advise that they use all five choices on their UCAS application mm. form and they will submit to other universities, You've you've obviously read um, a lot of personal statements. Do you have any advice for students that are feeling a little bit confused as to, like, say they applied for a particular course at Aberdeen and then one somewhere else that was similar but a little bit different and they were worried that their personal statement didn't really apply to both? Mm. How do they keep it generic? Yeah, how do they keep it generic enough? Well, I mean, I mean you know, it's not generic. I mean, the problem comes if you actually want to do, I don't know, teaching and marine biology okay so they're so different completely different and that's quite difficult to 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 weave both interests in again if that happens then then you can do a separate personal statement and you can send it into UG admissions and we'll attach that on to that is more focused to whichever one but you know to be honest most students don't have that diverse so they might want to do business at one and marketing at another and again, that, that you can make your personal statement that suits both. So what are the things that are similar about it? You know, sort of what, I mean, if you, if you want to do law, you know, what are, the, what are the attributes that we're looking for for a law degree? Um, and are they the same attributes 
and they are valid if you then want to do for politics. So what are the similarities? And that again is thinking about your personal statement and, and what it is that you want to, to, to actually put in it. And I do have to say UCAS has got has got very good examples and it's got building a personal statement builder um, that you can do on this hub that I was talking about. And that that will actually kind of guide you, the applicant, through that and, and how to build that personal statement and what we're looking for. And, and on the on the UCAS website, again, university uh, heads of admissions um, are have have said this is what we're looking for this is the type of thing that we're looking for so there is a lot of help about how to build that personal statement um, but if you think that really I haven't had room to put in about this then again for Aberdeen we welcome you to, to, to send in that additional personal statement and that will be attached to your file um, and hopefully other universities do that but it's sometimes difficult if, it, if it's depending on how they operate admissions but certainly Aberdeen that's what we do. Okay, um, I have a question for prospective students in West Africa. So, um, would we would the university accept WIAC as um, the appropriate results? And if yes, what are the grades that are required? Right. Okay, I have to say, school leavings. Um, that we generally ask for more than just school leaving qualifications. Um, so. Then we would suggest a foundation course, or we would. Uh, you can then go in and do an HN program uh, at college or something post school. If you've got excellent, really excellent school leaving grades, then yes, we, we will look at that. But but in the main, we find that um, you know it is difficult. The completely different education system and the struggling. We don't want students to come and struggle. So if it just takes that extra year, um, and if we feel we can't do it we have got a foundation programme and we would direct them to the foundation programme. So it's not as if we sort of say, no, we don't ever want to see you ever again. Um, we do direct them to that. So it just, it does depend on the subjects that they do and the grades that you've you've had in the past. And that's not very helpful, is it? <laughs> and I think that's helpful enough <laughs> but, right now. Yeah, so, that, that's um, what we currently Okay, do. so in addition to the question, are um, these applicants required to write an English test as well, like an ILTIS or TOEFL? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do we do need that as well. Um yeah. And what happens if an applicant is given a conditional offer? What does that mean for the student? That means that we want you. Um if you'd like to come, but you just haven't quite got the qualifications that we need, and that conditional offer will say, Okay, if you get A B C D at those grades then that's you in. Okay, so this is this telling us what we want. And that's what we mean by a conditional offer. But really, the fact that you got the offer is excellent. <laughs> but And we want you, but now you just need to go and get those grades for the exams or you need to go and do your English language and get your English language. Uh, and that is much more UKVI in forgetting your visas than necessarily um, the University of Aberdeen wanting thinking that your English isn't good enough. But to get your visa you kind of have to go through that English English language loop or hoop um, that you have to go and get. Um, so that's what it means by a conditional offer. And then once you send in us the results, because here your results, got them, look, I've got A1s across the board, uh, can I be in? And if you, if, if you get the grades that we've asked for for a conditional offer, then you'll automatically be given an unconditional offer. 
um, and then you get sent all your new student documentation and then you can start booking accommodation. You can do everything from that at that point. Um, and again, once you get that certificate, then you send it to UG admissions at abdn.ac.uk and um, we will then automatically confirm you if we can and move from there as well. But we do need um, you to uh, send us the results as well. Uh, yes, so so that's what we do and that's what the conditional and then that's what an unconditional means is that you're not got any restrictions um, and we can go for you at that. And you send it in as soon as you have it and we'll we'll go from there. Does that answer your question, Blessing, or is it... Yes, you know, it does, it does answer my question. Thank you. I have another question Good. regarding the um, duration for undergraduate studies in Scotland. Um, I'm sure we're all aware what it would be helpful for some prospective students to know that um, undergraduate studies in Scotland is for four years. As for against, four years? Yes, as against three years in universities in England. Why is in this England. the case? Why is the case? Uh, it, it's historical, all right. We have got very um, old universities, uh, and and Aberdeen is one of them. That is, it's an what we call an ancient university. So it's been around since, um, you know, the fourteen hundred and ninety five. And when it was done back then, when universities were done in Scotland, and and you know, in Scotland, three of the five oldest universities in the UK are in Scotland. And at that point, it 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 you know, um, it was. First the church, and then it was um, politics, uh, and and um, they really believed in education from the very beginning, and they've built that traditional degree uh, standard that we have, and that was when it was four years. In fact, it used to take slightly longer back in those days, but it's now down to four years, and we've kept that. And the beauty about it is that, in fact, you go into more depth, because you can have four years. There's two things that you can that is that is good about it is that um, a you've got a broader you've got a broader education and that's the Scottish education is a broader education so you don't get trapped in that subject because say you come to do um, psychology and then you find actually that you hate psychology in England you might be trapped into doing psychology but in Scotland because you study three or four subjects in the first two years you can change your mind and that that is a it's just such a boon in, in, in Scottish education in that you can think, OK, of course, for medicine, that's not the case. You're kind of stuck into medicine once you've got into medicine. But the majority of courses, you know, so if you don't know in business, if you don't know whether it's business you want, marketing you want, human resources, that doesn't matter. You can change your mind. If you think, do I want to do history or do I want to do politics? That's fine. Change your mind in the first two years. So that's one beauty about the Scottish education system. And because it's four years, you've got that flexibility to do it. And the other one is that as well, because it's just few, four years, really basically most degrees you do um, you do a dissertation in the final year, which is, a, is, is you know, sort of, it's a research, it's a research-based um, programme that you do so that you have to do your own research. Invaluable, again, for getting uh, job experience in the end. Um, and it's self-study, and it, it does that, um, that you have to do that. And that is a good thing as well. And again, in England, they haven't got that opportunity because they're trying to get all this in in three years. So 
that is why we do the four years and why we think that it's a really good thing to do the four years. <laughs> Has to <laughs> have, have to be said that you know, Blessing, if if we do know that circumstances change for applicants, so that they might come and they're intending to do four years, um, and then something happens at home or, or wherever, and they're not able to do the four year study, you can still come out with a degree. So it's not that you, you you're not going to get the degree, but instead of an honours degree. Um, in Scotland, it's called an ordinary degree or a designate degree, but you can still get the degree and it's still valuable for, for work afterwards um, if you if you do just want to do the three years. But, but you know, most people do four years if they can, but we know that things change. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Ron, do you have anything you want to ask? Thanks, Emily. I would like to ask about different options available for an applicant. Kate, how many times can an applicant defer his application? All right, okay. So they can defer for, for through UCAS, they can defer for one year. So if you if you don't want to. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you defer, you know, you want to come in 23, but you defer to 24 and then something happens and you can't come till 2025. Um, although although we, can, we can't defer you yet again, you'd have to put in another UCAS application. The university is going to look at you again. It's not that we, we say, well, they haven't come for us for two years. We're not looking at them again. But it's just that, that and that, that's, a, that's a UCAS thing, is that you can't defer for any more than one year through UCAS. So I have a question, Kate, um, for the undergraduate programmes. Are work placements infused in the academic structure? No. Not at the University of Aberdeen. You, we do have connections with um, businesses, um, so that very often let, um, visiting lecturers come in, they tell you about the, the, the business. You can sometimes go and do the work placement during the summertime at businesses, but it's not part of the degree, as some universities do, but it's not part of. Um, and again, that's because it's an ancient and a traditional university that we've done that. And that's the way that the degree structures have been structured, is that that, that it's just it's not such a practical uh, course. But, you know, our links with businesses, I have to say, are excellent um, or our links with, with whatever. So, you know, you can do it. And part of the very often, sometimes part of the modules, you know, you do go out to to to, to I know that some people go out on to um go on to to an engineering firm if you're an engineer engineering is much more that we do have that so they go out for 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 the the module they go out on placement but it's not very long it's not it's not embedded like some of the the degree courses but uh, to get that module you might spend two weeks at an engineering firm or whatever Uh, so it tends to be more the engineering courses that you do that with uh, as as opposed to most of the courses um, so what about the exchange programs? Is that still in place? The sort of what program? The exchange programs where students can... Yes, okay. we, you can still do exchanges um, normally in third year, uh, second or third year that you go away for a semester uh, or a year, mostly just a semester. And it varies. Each each program has got different partner universities. Uh, but, but obviously you're walked through that when you come. Um, and, and you can see from your own department, then they'll talk about the study abroad opportunities that you're going to have um, to do that. And it's a brilliant thing to do. If you can do it, we always advise you to come back and see the confidence that has grown in the student if they've been for another semester at another university is amazing. So it's something that we, we do recommend and we do wish to support. Um, but it's not for everyone. But if, if you are 
highlight if you do kind of in that area then do do it if you can yeah and when a student submits their application Kate at what point through the like academic year would we get in touch with them about their application or should they expect for there to be like silence until a certain point I think as I say depending on when you apply don't worry if you apply in December you're not going to hear till February at least, because that's when 95% of our applications come in. And we are talking about sort of 20,000 applications that come in. Um, what you might hear about beforehand is, though, that we do look at you know, them. So if we feel that we need more information, then we sometimes can do that before a decision is made. Because what happens, it comes into our central admissions and then our admissions assistants look at it, have a class glance to make sure that, you know, we do have the information we need. Uh, so we, we know you didn't include your transcripts and we do need transcripts, um, for instance. Uh, that's quite often a case. So they often do that. Then once we get your transcripts and once we get everything, um, we we do need to also um, find out, we need to send it to the selector uh, to, to say, it's fine if it's just very straightforward, um, if it's straightforward, um, school qualifications but if, if it's there and for again for our engineering for our Nigerians for instance and in engineering they often have done something so they want credited entry they want to come in straight into second or third year we absolutely need the full transcript and the full curriculum that you have that you're studying because obviously that the, the, we have to make sure that they've matched so what you've done in first and second year so that we can give you third year entry you know or or, or anything like that so that's what then takes the time because it has to go out to the academic selector. Um, so a bit more. So that might take time. So, no, sometimes it goes, it, it's as if it goes into a black hole and we, we do have sympathy um, for, for students like that. But uh, that, that's, that's what the case is. And maybe, so um, we, we touched on there, the academic selectors and that there's admissions assistants and we, at Aberdeen we do have quite a rigorous protocol of, of different offices that will touch the application. So maybe it would be helpful for the applicant to know the journey that they're... Um, the journey, yeah. because, because, because very often applicants say, why do you take such a long time? But when they actually discover what we actually do to make sure that we're giving you the right place and, you know, considered everything... So it comes into the central admissions office, as I said, and that's then the admissions assistants look, look, have a glance. Um, then if that's the point, if there's a query about your fee status or um, anything like that, then then we do that as well. We have to look at to make sure that you're going to be eligible or what you, your fees are going to be. So that might take a little while. Um, that would be me that you'd hear from at that point, if that's the case. Um and then, and then it goes to the selector, if we need to have it for the selector. And if it's an obscure qualification, we had a very, well, an engineering one. It wasn't that obscure, but we'd we'd never had an application for 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 from that to, from that course, college course. Uh, and the the selector who's who's really good, but it, he's not an engineering expert and it was for an engineering course so he actually had to go out to one of the, the, the lecturers in engineering and say you know this is this is the first one that we've done so can you just cast your eye over it to make sure that it's okay and of course that delays things more 
but we have rigorously looked at it. We also look at it um, from terms of, um, you know, if you've got if you've got disability, uh, if there's if there's special needs that are, um, that that need to come, that's all checked. So all the time that we're doing this, we're just making sure that everything's right. Because again, the idea is. When you come, we want you to be absolutely set up. And if you need extra support, we will know that you need extra support. So you're already in the in the system to say, OK, we need to get in touch with this person to get that extra, you know, to, to ask for what that extra support is required. So that's all done, which is why it sometimes looks as if it goes into a black hole. Um, but it's not. Um, I mean, you do, you will get acknowledgement. You know, you'll get an acknowledgement from us to say, we've got it. Thank you very much. We're looking for that you. Um, but we will be. And sometimes it can be very quick. You know, that's that, that's the stupid thing. Sometimes we can turn it around very quickly because because there's nothing unusual about the requests that we do. Um, but sometimes it just takes longer. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Does anyone else have any questions? Um, so, kids, I have a question about the clearing season. Could you throw more lights yeah. on <laughs> how that good works? clearing <laughs> Yes, please. Good old clearing. <laughs> Okay, um, right. Well, as I say, you can apply right the way up to the 30th of June. Um, there's also, if a, if, if, if a student has applied five times during the main, what we call the main cycle and they've got rejected from all five universities that they've, they've put, there's something called extra and hopefully you tell your, the applicants about extra. And extra is so that if the university um, looks as if it's got places left, after the main scheme, then it, it opens up these courses for extra, and and students can can one at a time um, apply for a university and one course, one university, and can say, okay, I didn't get there, but now I've seen that Aberdeen does um, um, Aberdeen does sociology, criminology, and I want to do criminology now. So they apply for that. The university looks at it. If it says no, then you're back into extra, and you can put in another application. So just because it's it you know you've used all your choices up it doesn't actually mean that you've got to wait till clearing all right because extra runs from kind of the beginning of february all the way through to the 4th of july and then clearing starts on the 5th of july so really there is no break when you can't uh, put your application in but clearing clearing has traditionally been um when the exam results because most people are conditional especially if you're from the uk you've you're not done your exams so you have to wait for your your, your, what, your Scottish hires or your A-levels to come out and then the university looks to sort of say, OK, well, how many places have we got left because we didn't, you know, we didn't get quite as many as we thought accepting it. Oh, dear, that's why I've got my grey hairs. Um, and it is quite a, a tough time. So then we see, OK, we've got places in these courses that we can take. So they put them up into clearing and then you can see that on there and you apply it on and you just apply and you, you at Aberdeen, um, you know, again, if you've got college qualifications that we don't immediately know, you won't get an immediate answer. But most of them, it's immediately you, you contact us, phone us, uh, um, chat, live chat, uh, email us, and then, then you get pretty much an instant answer. Um, and and say yes, we can accept you, or no, we can't. And then that's that's you can you can work from there again. So then, so we say yes, do come. We want you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come, come. 
and we tell you and a bit about the university. Uh, somebody usually then phones you to say, we'll tell you a bit more about the course in the university because, again, we don't want you to rush and then think, oh, you know, I don't want to go there. We don't want that. So we want to, and also, you know, then you know a bit more about the university when you come uh, and then you submit or the applicant submits, um, presses the button again on the hub uh, on their, that you can sub to say, yes, I want this. And the good about that is that they could have phoned three or four universities. Um, and it's up to you, though, to press the, up to the applicant to press that button and say, I want that university as opposed to that university. Um, because I've spoken um, Aberdeen's best. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and you know, but that's it. And we do give you time. Um, some universities pressurise you more. And what I would say is if a university is pressurising you to say yes instantly, then that's not good. Because, again, from the student's point of view, we want you to enjoy your... We want to make sure that you're making that right decision. It's a big, it's a big choice, a big decision and, and, and lots of money. So we want you to get it right. So we give you that time. Just to reconfirm, during clearing, can students apply directly or contact the university directly, or does it still have to go through the UCAS platform? Right, it will have to go through UCAS, but you contact the university directly um, to say, and then you get the verbal offer of a place, then you go onto UCAS and go click, I want to choose that university, that university and that choice, of course. So, um, but yes, if you haven't applied to UCAS before, you'll have to apply through U- to UCAS. You know, so, so you still do have to go there in the end, but you can contact them at clearing, contact them to say, have you got a place and do you want me? Um, and, and they say, yeah. And then you you or the applicant has to click that button to say, yes, I want to accept that, that, that place. But we've done the offer. You'll have had, uh, at Aberdeen, you will already have had... Um, an email sent to you with the offer of the place. So you do know that you've got that place um, and, and, and before then. So it's not that you're... It used to, in the bad old days, be that you would say, yes, you wanted it, and then, again, two or three days later, it's only then that you would get the offer. Whereas instantly with the Aberdeen, you will get that within 24 hours, is that that offer is there. So we can't rescind in that, that offer. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Kate, for taking time out of your day to answer all of our questions. No problem. Hope it's useful. Hope yeah, it's I hope, useful. I hope we've um, managed to answer all of the burning questions that our West African undergrad students have. Um, and if not, then they always know they can contact our admissions team via email or get in touch with um, Blessing Ron or myself. So um, just on behalf of all of yes, us, thank yes. you, Kate. My pleasure. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Gates. Bye. Bye now. Thank you.